0: Phenomena phenomena, 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 Welcome to Displaced in Space, a Star Trek Voyager podcast. I'm Angelina.
1: And I'm Sam. And we're recapping the series as we watch each episode for the first time. We don't know what happens to the characters or whether the crew gets home, But we're definitely along for the ride. And today we're talking about the episode titled Twisted, Season 2, Episode 6. It was written by Kenneth Biller, Arnold Rudnick, and Rich Hosek, and directed by Kim Friedman. It first aired on October 2nd, 1995 to 5.6 million homes.
0: IMDB says this is the one where a spatial distortion phenomenon occurring inside the ship changes Voyager's structural layout by twisting and compressing it. I say this is the one where I found a new ship.
1: Okay, health update.
0: We are third week
1: in a row. Yeah, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, you were sick. Yes. Last week, I was sick. Uh huh. Now we're both sick and worse than we ever were before.
0: Yeah. Welcome to the end of the school year. (laughs) Give me that. Welcome to the end of the podcast.
1: Possibly, (laughs) will we be here next week? Well, exactly. (laughs) Who knows? That is the question. (laughs) Um, but we do have twisted to talk about here. Yeah, and let's have you get started.
0: All right. Well, we start in Tom's Marseille cafe program. We found out is we find out it's called Che, che Sandrini.
1: Sandrine? Sandrine. Sandrine, Sandrine,
0: I don't know. Sandrine. Um, and it is really dark, and it's very empty and Kes is in there and like you think oh no something happened or Sam was like oh no what's Paris doing (laughs) because Tom thought thought that he was gonna be a creeper yeah Uh, but no actually it's a surprise party and now I guess Kes is officially two yeah um so that's great so all of her friends are there she's surrounded by everybody the doctor is even there he's like the little bartender guy and so it's like a really cute little uh, kiss moment.
1: Yeah, she didn't understand why everyone was hiding. Yeah, the way she said it, why was
0: everyone hiding? Yeah, yeah. It was <laughs> oh, like cute. and it's really funny because the owner keeps hitting on the doctor, which is pretty hilarious. Yeah,
1: the the blonde lady that's always in. In Paris's holodeck thing here. Or always in the Cheye Sandrine. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The owner. But, like, when we saw the Cheye sandrine Sandrini in uh, the real world, she was nowhere to be seen. She was
1: not there. Ricky wasn't there. Yeah. It was just men. Just, <laughs> which is how it probably would be. Yeah. And then we cut away to the bridge. Mm-hmm. And that's Tuvok and Kim are, are on the bridge, you know, actually monitoring the ship and everything and Kim points out that he's caught up on all his work Ugh. and you can tell he's a little anxious and Tuvok can tell he's anxious I know and, and he's a lot
0: nicer manager than I am because when I used to I worked at Home Depot There was no way I would let this person leave a half hour early just because he wanted to because of the party <laughs> yeah he, he really
1: wants to go to the party yeah, yeah. You wouldn't
0: have? No. Mm. I mean, I don't know. Maybe.
1: Yeah. I, I remember that being a thing of like, okay. I've never been in like a manager position there. Just like, you know, always one of the underlings. Like, mm, sure, it would be nice to go home right, right now. <laughs> and uh, it, it always seemed like the days that you didn't want to go home, they'd send you home. And the days yeah. that you were like, I could totally be home right now. And then, then you needed to stay. Yeah. Yeah. Time. So Tuvok. sends him to, he, two bucks. Points out that you know, yeah, you, you your shift doesn't end for 30 more minutes, yeah. Um, but you can go inspect the holodeck po- power conduit, so that's like super cool, yeah. Of Tuvok. That is really cool, of Tuvok. but I don't know if it was cool of Tuvok, or I bet you Tuvok's doing it for self serving purposes because he knows that humans are super irritating, Yeah, and they don't get what they want and when they want to go to a party. Well, and and they Kim can't was go. already
0: irritating, yeah. and he's like, Get out of my sight, so I really think
1: Tuvok gets points for, for being cool boss, but really, I think he did it for his own purposes purposes. yeah Yeah. and um but before kim could make it all the way off the bridge they detect a strange space phenomenon it
0: looks pretty cool outside it looks like it's got like a distortion it looks pretty
1: cool oh yeah because a lot of times it's called like a distortion ring a distortion field right and yeah, yeah it is like this big like greenish kind of ring around the whole ship yeah yeah
0: it's pretty neat um so then we go back to Shay Sandrini, and here's the thing. So Neelix brings out uh, this beautiful cake. It does look really, really good. It's all made of all this stuff, including Kess's favorite stuff. Uh, but then Tom Paris is like, You have to make a wish. And she's like, Oh, okay. And then she starts to announce her wish. And then it was so funny because Torres is like so serious. She's like, No, you can't make a <laughs> wish. You can't tell the wish or it won't come true. And it's very cute. But then, before they can like get into the cake, Tom Paris gives Kess a locket he replicated. It's like it's like nice jewelry that he gave, and it took it cost him two weeks of uh, replicator rations. Yeah. And everyone's like, "Ooh, how wonderful!" And Neelix starts to get like he, he walks off and to go to complain to Chakotay. Um, but then, like, he stops himself and he's like, well, can you believe? And then he's like, the nice rapping yeah. that Tom Paris did. And you're like, no one's buying it. But
1: I, I do think Neelix is catching on, though. That Nobody wants to hear. People don't like to hear him complaining about about his relationship, and because yeah. he always ends up sounding like the asshole.
0: Yeah, so he's like, I don't feel like being the asshole anymore, so I'm just going to sh- cover it up and hide that I'm an asshole anymore.
1: Even though, in this case, I feel like when, yeah. you, when you interject Paris into the Neelix-Kess relationship, it just comes across as like Jerry Springer thing. Yeah. And you're just sitting there going, like, I don't like either of you two guys, yeah. and I don't want either of you for her. And so just just start beating the crap no out of, of each, each other. other. <laughs> or fine. something. Yeah. Because yeah, like because because Paris is I mean, he, he gave two a weeks nice worth of, Yeah, that's the equivalent Kim? of of you go you have you have a girl that you like or whatever, even though you I mean you don't do that for a friend. No, you don't, no. No. Harry Kim's Kim. not gonna get two weeks worth of replicated rations to For his president. For make him a new clarinet or anything. Yeah. 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 I mean so I think Paris is up to something, which yeah. Again, I guess I'm intrigued enough from that from that like scandal standpoint that I want to see how this um plays out plays out for the rest of the season or series or whatever. But he is, I think, in the
0: wrong. Oh, yeah, he to is do definitely. That. So yeah.
1: Neelix for once Neelix actually had a right to, to be complain, complain. And yeah. but I think he just realizes he has no allies when yeah. it comes to this. So <laughs> it's just like keep it to yourself. Yeah. Go keep a diary.
0: And then um then all of a sudden, over of oh, the calm breaks through. And it's Chewbacca and he tells January about the unusual phenomenon. Um, but then it ends on phenomenon. And it goes phenomenon, phenomenon. It's very, it was a very cool it effect. Was, it was, it, it was very, very like very cool
1: sort event. of chilling and uh, yeah, discomforting. Yeah, it was, it was a good was way cool. to start the episode. I thought uh, it's kind of interesting that they give Kes a very Earth centric <laughs> birthday party, or yeah. even like probably. American centric or Western yeah. Earth centric <laughs> birthday party. Yeah, um, and it's like, does she not know Ocompan ceremonies that they could do? I mean, yeah. it's there's nothing wrong with it. They could have just chosen to do that. She's like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm around all these humans. I'd like to have a human birthday party. Or did she even know she was getting a birthday? No, party? she didn't. It so was a they decided birthday. for her. Yeah, they decided for her. She was for the, get. yeah, the, this time we're gonna do an Earth centric one. We didn't get around to asking her her um her what she wanted to do for her birthday and so instead we just came up with this something party but she seemed to like it so yeah that was, that was all that mattered.
0: Yeah. I, mean, I I can't imagine her not liking anything. <laughs> it's very <laughs> Yeah she's very she's a very chill graceful person. Yeah exactly.
1: Then then the uh, the theme music plays and then they come back to Shay Sandrine and Torres has gotten the sound fixed at least, yeah. do not to hear that nightmare sound. communication anymore. And Janeway tries to reach the bridge, but she can't.
0: And the that's where they realize the comms are down. Yeah, the
1: comms are totally down, and so she orders Torres to engineering, I guess, to fix it, to, yeah. to get that fixed.
0: So then we go to the bridge and the phenomenon is causing calm problems. That's what they say directly. And then Voyager can't move. So they can't go back. They can't, they can't get away from this ring. Yeah. And the ring's coming towards them. This distortion is coming towards them. Um, so Tuvok orders the shields up and it, it's very cool because it's like the nice thing about Tuvok is he is logical. And so he's like, there's nothing we can do. So we put their shields up and we just let it come through us. You know, because we have, there's no other way. And so it's like, he's not going to desperately try to find a way out. He's just kind of like, we're just going to have to bear this, you know?
1: Also, kind of a cool bit of foreshadowing, I think.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, so. But yeah, you're
1: right. It's just, it, it's it's outside of the box thinking from what we know of. Yeah. In- not just Star Trek, like, all, like, action-y type television or yeah. thriller-type television. We have to do something. Like, no, nah, we don't have to do anything. We're just going to let this come through us, yeah. and we're going to see what happens. <laughs> we can't assume everything out here is trying to kill us.
0: Yeah, and uh, it's already collapsed the warp field and shut down the engine. So, um, Tuvok sends Kim to go find the captain because uh, it's not, the comms aren't working. And then we... <laughs>
1: The corridor. This might be my favorite scene, I think. (laughs) So you may remember early on in the well in the it first was, season i can't what's, what what was um it was, it was something with the doc it was the episode where the doctor the finally got it was the cloud because, Okay.
0: um yeah it was the cloud because um that the second one was uh, the whole like uh, measure of a man of the doctor
1: okay where yeah. they finally decided that they needed to take the doctor seriously and the doctor asserted himself as yeah. being a member of the crew uh-huh. because there had been this crew member who was playing at the time racquetball or something yeah, and he, he got like
0: well, he kept hurting He kept himself. hurting
1: the same body part and the doctor was like you're an idiot basically. Yeah. Well that guy's back. We're calling him gym guy now because <laughs> he sounded like a guy who goes to the gym all the time. Yeah. Because he so he's walking or Kim's walking through the corridor and he runs into gym guy and gym guy's like he says what's going on? I was in the gym of course (laughs) and I was working out so hard and then you go he says I was working out so hard I couldn't really I didn't really notice exactly what was going on but then it got really cold in the gym all of a sudden and (laughs) and as he keeps talking about it he's at the gym over and over like okay guy we believe you he does not look anything like anybody who would be in the gym yeah that's my favorite part
0: of it it's not built at all (laughs) no no he's just like this like random like just regular looking guy
1: he he looks like a guy who's inadequate and (laughs) tells me people he goes to the gym all
0: the time <laughs> like he literally does go to the gym all the time. yeah
1: or maybe he does and he's doing it wrong which is why he ends up in sickbay all the time <laughs> from going to the gym
0: and so then we end up in the turbo lift and that's where the captain is It's Chicote, janeway and paris um but they can't get to the right floor so they are trying to get to the bridge they end up on the fourth floor and then they go back and they try to do it manually and then they end up in engineering the engineering is important because now they kind of when they backward map it, map it, they can try to figure out how to get to engineering again because right now they can't get anywhere. Yeah. Um, but that's pretty much the scene. So like, they can't get to the bridge, and they keep ending up in uh, weird places.
1: It kind of it, at this point, it's starting to feel sort of like I think probably a nightmare that everyone's had, or just a yes. bad dream that everyone's or, yeah, had, like where, where you you're lost. You're either mine's always um, that I'm trying to find my car. Yeah. And it's never any other item. It's just my car. I leave a mall or I leave uh, even just my own house or my work or whatever. And, and I cannot find my car. And it's usually something that's kind of like this. There's multiple levels. Yeah. So you have to go upstairs or up elevators and you can't find it. And this is like feeling like that a lot. I, I got a little like anxious watching it. <laughs> yeah. Because as they're like
0: walking and getting lost. Yeah.
1: And the same thing's kind of happening to uh, to Neelix and Kess. They're in another corridor somewhere walking, talking about the party, Uh but Neelix is just Super gross, yeah. And he's not genuinely asking her how she liked the party. He's, no, he's really just trying to like poke and prod to about see how she
0: liked Paris's gift, the
1: locket. Because yeah. he was like,
0: "What's your favorite part about the party?" And she's like, "Oh, being there with all my friends." Like, <laughs>
1: it's, like, it's oh. like she's so like innocent and naive, and he's always That's so gross. like predatory, yeah, in his intentions and, and the things yeah. he asks her. But every single time, they never just have like a pleasant con uh, conversation. Yes. So yeah, then so that's his whole point. And then um then Kess is like, Oh, I was afraid you'd get jealous and he like says, Oh, you know, you've seen the last of my jealousy. Like no. like, no, not at all. You're
0: <laughs> just gonna try to cover it up and hide it. Right. And like it is weird because Kess is an empathetic character, so she you would know if someone's being genuine or not.
1: Right. But yeah.
0: I, I well that's
1: it that's it. I'm convinced that she does know what Neelix is up to, and she just keeps putting up with it. I guess I'm not convinced of yeah. it. Yeah, because maybe she just cares about him so much she doesn't want to bring it up. Or maybe you're right. Maybe she's not reading it at all somehow. Like, she's, she can read everyone except him, oh, <laughs> which yeah. sucks because that's the person that you're in a relationship with. Or maybe that's why she likes being in a relationship with him, because she can't read him, so it's kind of exciting. Yeah. I don't know, but either way, it's bad for her. So they can't <laughs> find Kess's quarters, quarters, and they're either. specifically looking for Kess's quarters. Which finally, at least for me, answers the question of do they even stay together? And apparently, they don't even stay in the same quarters. No, because they're looking for her
0: quarters. Right, right. Yeah. Which is
1: uh, maybe teach their own on that, but I. They seemed if if I'm running away with somebody, onto a starship. Destined for nowhere that I We're know be about, in the
0: same
1: then we, or I'm, I'm thinking I'm probably at least at uh, the stage in the relationship with that person that I do live in the same room with
0: them. Yeah, mm. if they had actually had a kid, would they have moved into a room together? Oh, yeah,
1: I think they would have had to, or maybe yeah. the kid would have its own quarters.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it would, it would, after like six months, it could anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So it's like, fine, it would already
1: be the ship's. Um, nurse or something. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh so then we are back and we go to with Taurus and she ends up in the mess hall instead of engineering. And she looks she goes in and like she's like, What is this? And then she walks out and it's like
1: <laughs> Again that nightmare yeah. scenario. Yeah.
0: And you're by yourself. Like most of the like she's by herself. Trying they, to get to engineering.
1: Right. Which is even worse. Yeah. Yeah. Because then you just feel like you're going crazy.
0: Oh, and I had jumped ahead. I'm sorry. You jumped ahead how? The turbo lift. It, this is where you they end up in. Uh, so then you go to J- the turbo lift with yeah. Jane and in Paris, and that's when they end up in engineering. They end up in
1: engineering. Yeah, but they're not even trying to get to engineering. No, they're trying to get to the bridge. Poor yeah. Torres is trying to get to engineering.
0: No, but earlier I had said like they were. So they, originally they were just in deck four. Oh, and then I was like, oh, and then they end up in engineering. But I had jumped ahead. Are we lost? Yeah, this this that's what that's what it feels like. How
1: discombobulating this episode is. It's like all runs together, yeah. We're part of a strange (laughs) phenomenon. Okay, well then we go back to the corridor and and Torres um, ends up in the transporter room. (laughs) And that's where Jim Guy (laughs) is. And he's uh, on the ground, he's counting up to 110 push-ups when she walks in, (laughs) even though we're pretty sure he's only done nine. No, just kidding, he's not, he's just standing there behind the transporter console, and he's like, I don't know why I'm here. Like, well, why are you behind the transporter? (laughs)
0: Get away from that! What are you
1: doing? (laughs) You'll beam the whole ship away (laughs) somehow. So... They're both just so lost.
0: Yeah, but at least they start talking. And that's when Torres is like, well, at least I'm not crazy. Yeah. Like, this isn't happening just to me. Like, because Jim Guy's trying to find the cargo bay because that's what he's trying to get back onto his shift. And she's trying to find engineering, but they're both in the transporter room. So at least they're able to talk. So now, like Taurus has somebody at least to figure out that she's not crazy. Yeah, because that's always my go-to. Like if something like that happens to me, I'm like, am I crazy? What happened? What's going but on my brain? Is that my glitching? Like what's going on?
1: And I compared it to the the nightmare. But I've actually been that lost before. I can think of two times that I've actually been that lost, and I was. No, I was with people one time, and I was alone the other time. And yeah, when you're alone, it really is, like, frightening. You're like, yeah, what
0: the hell? How can I get well, But
1: it was, again, my car. It was still cars yeah. both times. Because yeah. then, then there's always the possibility that someone stole your car. Yeah. The- and then someone else parked in the spot that you thought it was exactly. in, which thankfully wasn't what had happened. But, yeah. right. Yeah, it's just so, yeah, when your reality just, just gets sabotage like exactly. that
0: Exactly. Yeah, um I used to live in Minnesota and when I first moved there, the first Christmas, I decided to like buy my parent my everybody f- in California uh gifts from the Mall of America. It's like the <laughs> largest mall I think in the United States. I don't know if that's true. Is that enough.
1: where like the parking is is, is by, United States by state? Yeah, it's
0: all by state. So the
1: sectioned so, off by state?
0: Yes, and I parked in Arizona. So I remember I parked in Arizona <laughs> and like I knew that Arizona that Arizona to get into the parking ramp from the mall it was on the third floor but i didn't remember what was store it was near or how to get out and i i was done i went to, i went to go shopping at 3 i was done by like 6 and then i didn't get out of the mall of america the actual inside mall of america till like 9 <laughs> looking, for your looking for the parking, parking ramp to get to my car. Oh my god. Once I got god. to the parking ramp, I still had to find my car. In Arizona. And it took three hours. Yeah. You. You could have gone to actual Arizona. <laughs> in that, that amount of time. It was horrible. I was oh so tired. God. I was like. Oh yeah. So scared. I was by myself. That oh. would
1: make me never want to go back there again. Like <laughs> deterrent. Yeah. Yikes. Oh. We go back to Shea Sandrine now. And this is kind of funny too. The doctor is trying to materialize in sickbay, but all he ends up doing is materializing in the holodeck. Deck,
0: so that he can't get to the sickbay.
1: Right. It's only two places that he could even go on the ship, and it won't let him go to the one place. Yeah. So he has to go to the holodeck. And the bartender lady, or the owner lady, um, she's still, like, flirting with him, and yeah. she's all she's all over him. And he keeps coming back, and she, she <laughs> like... Um, grabs him, basically, yeah. and starts...
0: Making out with him. Trying her. to
1: make out with him. And he's got the funny Bones McCoy callback where he says, I'm a doctor, not a bartender. <laughs> yeah. But uh, to me, it's even, like, extra funny because it's, like, literally she wants him to be her bartender. Yeah. <laughs> he's just, like, I'm not a... I'm a doctor, not a bartender. So it's got the like, added layer of humor. And then Harry Kim walks in as they're making out and Kim's of course Abused. amused. And then but I love the doctor like he always steals every scene because yeah. because when Kim kind of gives him a little hard time the doctor had this super Disgusted. irritated look on his face like Harry Kim like I would choke you right now. <laughs> like I do not like this lady. I just want to be in my in my sick bay working and I can't get back there. Um and then, of course, because it's the poor doctor, Kim's like, Well, I don't have time to help you now. I'm trying to find the captain or whatever. And the doctor protests and finally convinces Kim to stick around and see what's going on with the holodeck then. So, which is really just a way to get Kim to, to stay, to stay in, in the holodeck because everyone's going to end up there in a second.
0: Okay, so then we end up back in uh, with Neelix and Kess trying to find Kessa's quarters. And so uh, they start looking at the room names. Uh, so I guess the room names are like next to the door so you know whose room it is. And she starts listing them off. But she's like, this person's on fourth floor. This person's on this floor. This person's on this floor. And uh, and so she, she for sure knows uh, one of the guy's quarters and where they're specifically at. And then Neelix gets triggered. And, like, he, he's so jealous. He's like, well, how do you know? Why do you know his quarters? Have you been in all these people's quarters? Asking her all these, like, in, like inappropriate questions. Like, There's 150
1: people on the ship. They all work together. Like, she's going to see them all everywhere, including yes. probably in sick bay. Yeah. She's going to know people.
0: And she's going to know where they live. Like, as Yeah, crazy. why wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. It doesn't
1: mean anything but to him. But he doesn't even know. He barely... Like, he got, he was only following her even to her own quarters. Like, so he, it's didn't, like he where, didn't even know where anything was.
0: Not only that, but, like, it's a one-two punch. Because he's trying to be patronizing to her. Like, she's the one that's lost. She's the one yeah. Yeah. that doesn't know where everyone's oh, quarters are. Oh, yeah, her are. sense of direction Her's, is so bad. And yeah. I'm just following you. Not only that, but, like, yeah, like... So, like, you don't... You think you know where these people are. But you don't really know where these people are. So, it's like, he's jealous, but he's also patronizing. And it's just, like... Again, the twi- like hallmarks of like just the worst kind of person you want to date, like a- he's always patronizing you, always putting you down, like you can you're never doing anything correctly.
1: Yeah, I don't uh, with, with trying- the
0: added bonus of like jealousy, like Right.
1: Like- right. If they're trying to make him likable at all? Like whenever they're he's not doing with her. what you would do to make a character
0: like, <laughs> or to like that relationship, or like that,
1: or to not even to 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 be anything but alarmed by the relationship. Yes.
0: Especially since she is too. Like, and they highlight that she's too. So she's so young. She's not just younger than he is. She's so incredibly young for everybody. Yeah. Um. And then you give her this guy. Like,
1: it's weird. Yeah, it's weird. And I, every time. <laughs> I can't believe that it. it's a character on a TV show,
0: or a relationship that they're like holding up or something, right? Yeah.
1: So then we're in another section of the ship in the corridors, and Torres runs into Kim, and so Kim's uh, outside the holodeck. The holodeck, there, like that. yeah, that's yeah, that's a better better location note for it, and she's lost. He's you know he knows that other people have been lost, and then Neelix and Kess come along, and that's where Neelix is being like you were saying, patronizing about.
0: Oh, oh well, yep. you
1: don't have the best sense of direction, my dear. Yes. And, yeah. Ugh. And then uh, Jane, Chicote and Paris all pop off the turbo lift right at that same area too, and so they're all together and they're all lost.
0: And then you then Neelix has to realize it's not Kes that's that's lost. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah.
1: Like. Oh, no, doesn't really... He's not self aware. <laughs>
0: at that, I'd be like, "Look, see, I'm not the only one." But like, she
1: never really. She never stands rarely up for stands up for herself. Yeah. yeah, she she did a little bit on the, the Elogium, Elogium. Yeah. episode. Yeah,
0: yeah. So now we're back in Chase Sandrine, um, and it's a meeting of the minds. Everybody's there. Everyone's lost. They talk, talk about, They're talking about the distortion changing the ship's layout. Um... And the doctor could says, well it could be that or it could be a result of EM radiation playing with their brains in the ship. But um and so like that that's an idea. So it's like either the ship is literally the whole layout of the ship is drastically changing physically as they were going, or something's wrong with their brains.
1: Right, which is a cool concept in and of itself. Yeah too. That no yeah. They're not it's it's more like an equilibrium issue. Yes. Yeah.
0: So Torres really wants to go rig a site to site transport. Transport, but they have she has to get to uh the trans to a transporter or engineering first. So what they decided to do is they're going to split up, and when they split up, they're all going to have their um their tricorders um to scan every on on complete scan so that the tricorder scanning as they're all walking around so it will get the layout of the actual ship, which is two good ways to do it. So Torres and Paris, because um Paris had been to engineering, so he he thinks that he could probably backward map getting back to engineering. So Torres and Paris are going to try to find engineering. Kim and Janeway are going to go into the Jeffrey's tube, to try to get to the bridge. And then Chakotay wants to try to get to the bridge just through, like, the normal means of walking in the hallway. And
1: then scanning the tricorder and while and he does it to gather more data. To gather
0: yeah, even more data. Although everybody has their trust their trans yeah.
1: um, their tricorders yeah Jane we will all get tricorders yeah was <laughs> funny it. that the way the way she said it uh, like on other shows everyone just kind of has their tricorder it's almost like a like a cartoon pocket yeah. where characters just pull out whatever they need whenever they need it and on yes. the other shows like they've always just got the tricorder but only when they need it and she's like
0: we're going to all need tricorders and <laughs> they're just like magically going to have it yeah. um, and uh, it's funny because Neelix is like I'll go with Chakotay and yeah. you can tell that Chakotay doesn't like Neelix when Janeway says like, something
1: mm-hmm. like does that sound good to you commander like, and he's mm-hmm. like mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I guess so which is so funny and then the doctor requests that Kes stay with him to help him get to not only to to help stay stave away the owner, but also to get help get him to back to six But eight. yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, like the so meaning of the minds, they disconnect to go do their different missions.
1: No, I like that. No, I like that. <laughs> they so in the turbo lift, Torres and Paris, they actually successfully get to engineering. Yeah. It Might be one of the only times that anyone successfully yeah. gets to where they, they want, want to, go. to go. But
0: really quick, I want to note so like the physicality of the actor and the actress. They're like super close in the little turbo lift as they're, like, talking. And, like, she's, like, kind of bickering with him. Like, I hope you remember. And he's like, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> and it's, like, super cute. Is this your and new shit? And this is, like, my... I was like, ah. Like, oh. But Taurus is too good for Paris. But the actor and the actress, when they're together, they have such good chemistry oh. that I can't help but like them and want them together. Even though I know that Paris is interested in Kes right now. Right. and the, the, the show is putting him in, in Kess's positioning. But there's just something about when the actor... And I know it's not the characters. Like, I don't ship Bellana Torres in Paris. Oh. But, like, I do ship them only because the chemistry of the actors is so strong. You
1: want to see them together more. Because
0: it's just pleasing. Yeah, it's like, I like their little dynamic. Like, the way that they bicker. Like he's so, It doesn't have
1: to be a romantic relationship. You just want to yeah, see them in, in more the, scenes together. Because
0: he's so warm. And she's so, like... Uh, harsh and like but they just work together like her harshness and his warmness work together right um and like yeah he doesn't get offended while she's like over here trying to like dominate he's just like yeah whatever i got this he's like you know and so that works really well together and like they are they do like lean in like right like if you look at if you go to watch this app actual um, spot, they're like leaning into each other. And it's just like they both say yes. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So I really like it.
1: So, um... <sighs> because, because we really haven't seen a whole lot of them together. together no. Because we saw when Torres was fully human. Yeah. T- and we and saw them when, together. And but I, that's a different dynamic. That's
0: a different dynamic. And I like the way that he says her name. Like, you know, Belana Like, I like the way that he said her name. And then also when, um... <laughs> oh you, like, so romanticize it. I know, I like it. And then there's the one with, uh, he was the captain. And, like, she needed to, um... Paris was the captain? Yeah, they left him in charge. Oh, was it when they and, were with the Kazon? Was it? I don't. Yes. And so they needed to tell Jane Wade that the Kazon were there, and he was like, "Come on, oh. Bellana! Come on, Bellana!" And she was like, "Well, I can't make it happen anymore. Like, I like the dynamic. Uh, like, there's yeah. that good dynamic.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, maybe they'll. Uh, we'll maybe think, he'll again.
1: save up two weeks worth of replicator rations and r- replicator uh, rations and and make her a locket. I don't.
0: I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. So they end up in engineering.
1: Oh yeah, and oh, <laughs> and then Tori starts bossing everyone around. Yeah. I mean, well, you she, know, is the, not she is, bossing she is around, the bossing them around. She's the head, of right? Ordering people yeah.
0: around. Yeah, and she's got like new. She's she finally made to engineering, so she's got like spunk in her. Staff yeah, and she's excited. She's got her swagger. <laughs> yeah, and and then she tells like Paris what to do, but she like really like grabs his shoulder because she's so excited that she's back in engineering. Yeah, and then she almost like she hits, she kind of like hits his arm, but it looks like she's gonna hit his butt. You know, <laughs> it's like super funny. That's what that's what I like. He
1: wanted her to hit his butt. Yeah, <laughs> and then she starts to go through a door that. Normally, it would, I guess, lead to somewhere engineering-related, engineering but instead, because the ship's all distorted, it uh, opens up onto someone's quarters, and it's a crew member uh, walking out of the shower, <laughs> and he's got, like, his little shorts on. He's got, like, no shirt he's on. he got a towel wrapped around. Got, yeah, yeah. And she just, like, stops, and he kind of looks at her, and she's like, um, there's a ship right in her. She's so embarrassed. Yeah. She's, like, mortified. She's like, it's a ship-wide emergency. Just uh, stay in your quarters. Thank you very much. Goodbye. <laughs> and then, like, the, shut, the door shuts, and she's, she's uh stands against the wall, like, just so embarrassed. And then Paris comes and gives her a little... He's she like, oh, I think you handled that well. And it <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, like, really cute. It was, like, glad that wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was a cool moment. It was. And I'm glad that they did that, too, because you've... I, one of the things I like about this episode is, is, is they set up a pretty um it's like a compelling problem this this weird rift yeah or this weird distortion but it's not super complex and so they can take the time to kind of step back and breathe a little bit and do little fun things like that like, yeah oh yeah well what would happen if you walked in on someone in their quarters you're getting out of the shower yeah and then later on they do some really cool stuff with like um character interplay that you can only do when you don't set up such a confusing uh problem yeah. conundrum, which which sometimes they, they do on yeah. this show. Like they they fall in love with the concept. The concept and then there's no there's no room left for the characters. And yeah. for fun little bits like that.
0: So then they end up back and we end up in quarter walking with Neelix and Chicote and it's so funny because Chicote is trying to like get to get to the bridge and and um Neelix is like he's like oh he's like um what did he say he's like oh you've been, you've dated a lot haven't you Chicote Chakotay? and Chicote's like a little <laughs> and then he's like oh come on a good looking man like you and like Chicote just like what do you want <laughs> But he always has to
1: I, I, I feel like Chicote's finally reached like the, the tipping point of it's no longer flattery. It's just a pain in the ass. It's, like, yeah. It's like I, I guess it's, it'd be like what celebrities might feel like when you first become so famous, you're recognized on the street. Yeah, like, I bet it's like pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, and then after a while, it's just like
0: God dang. I just like, want to get coffee. And
1: that's like Chakotay. Like everyone's yeah. always commenting about how cool he is and how good, how he attractive is. he is. What an awesome life he must it have had it. in the past. And he always, you know, he does a good job of giving his little like modest but like amused smile but now it's just like, like what do you want
0: <laughs> I know you want something yeah. what is it that you want yeah. and then Neelix is, talks about jealousy and Chikote's like everyone's been jealous of course I've been jealous like, <laughs> I'm a man I'm just a person <laughs> just like everybody yeah. else and like, and like Neelix is like so relieved because he's like he thought he was the only one that ever felt jealous in his life <laughs> he's like why does it feel so awful <laughs> and, like, and uh, Chikote's like you know, when you love someone, um, the more you love someone, the greater the risk that, that you're going to lose them. And jealousy is just like the fear of, of losing them. What if
1: Talaxians were the jealous race? You know, every race can, on Star Trek, that can be sort of um, whittled down to like one feature. Yeah, Like Ferengi are the greedy. Uh, Romulans are the conniving. Klingons are the... Um, Warlike, yeah, and then uh, Vulcans, of course, are logical. What if the Talaxians are just jealous <laughs> all the time? What a crappy race yeah, that, that would
0: that be. be. Sad. <laughs> um, and so, and he's like, he, the the goal is to like understand that you're not going to lose Kes because that's where the jealousy, that's where the fe- this the fear, that's what it is. Yeah.
1: and then yeah. Um, yeah, why would you be afraid of losing Kes to a handsome man who <laughs> makes her expensive gifts? <laughs> You have nothing to be afraid of.
0: And then uh, they run into Jim Guy. Jim Guy saves Chicoche, And uh, Jim Guy asks what's going on. Um, and he's like, I can't get to the cargo bay. And he's like, well, where have you been? And he, like, names some rooms that he's been. He he's said like, he was in the, the mess, mess
1: hall getting a protein shake is what yeah. he said he was doing.
0: <laughs> He needs to bulk no. up. No. Yeah. <laughs> he needs to bulk up. His muscle milk. <laughs> um, he was in the mess hall, though. He did say that. Yeah, he's at yeah. the mess hall. And he's that, that's where he saw like quite a few people. So, Jakuti told him, go back to the mess hall. Take anyone else that you can find and go and wait there. where we're, we're going to try to figure this stay out.
1: Stay out of this episode.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, Why do you keep popping up in this episode? Yeah, like, just random gym guy. It's so funny. Um, and then they run into Tuvok. So Tuvok comes in. He's looking for Captain Janeway. He, he tells them that they ran into the distortion wave like 10 minutes ago. And he's But now he's looking for uh, Janeway. And while Chakotay and Tuvok are talking, Neelix just wanders off. And then they can't find him. That's how you
1: lose your lungs, Neelix. <laughs> It's literally what he did before. He did not learn his lesson. He wandered off. They told him not to.
0: And then now he's gone. Now he's
1: gone. He's not in this episode anymore. No, <laughs> yeah. that was
0: it for the most part. Um, and so now, like, Chicote's traded Neelix for Tuvok.
1: <laughs> I'd say that's... That, for me personally, that's a major upgrade. But even for Chakotay, I think that's an upgrade. upgrade. Yeah, I think so too. And then we go to the Jeffries tube where Janeway and Kim are crawling around... And they point out that it feels like they've been crawling in circles the, the way that walking through the corridors would feel like Fuck, walking yeah. in circles. Janeway gets a strange reading nearby. Yeah. And they're, they're going to go try to find that. And But she does take a moment to praise Kim for... I guess his valor on this mission and she's proud of him. Well, and, and he's like
0: done a lot for their ship. And I was like, well, he should do a lot for your ship because he could be on earth, like making good warped core. Like, um, what is it? Like those
1: engines yeah, right? yeah and, and runabouts. And yeah, that's true. He sacrificed that life <laughs> to crawling in around in this Jeffrey's, Jeffrey's tube, getting ready to, uh, to have his brain warped by a, <laughs> s- a distortion field. Yeah. Then they then they go forward. They detect that that reading or that that strange reading is emanating from like just up ahead. So they they go up. There's a little tiny like uh, hatch door, and it won't open automatically because the computers are being crazy. So they have to force it open. And then Janeway, as soon as she reaches in, she gets stuck. And then we see the, the field. Yeah, yeah the yeah, distortion phenomenal. field in. The Jeffreys tube on the other side, and it's just like it's just warping the whole um, Jeffreys tube. It just looks like twisted, like the yeah. like the title of the episode.
0: Why? Well, like she like kind of starts looking like Gumby, like her arms, <laughs> right? Looking, like Gumby, yeah, yeah.
1: stretched out, and right. she can't yeah. get it back in. Yeah, and she starts to freak out, and Kim's like trying to pull her back in. it Finally, gets her back in, and. This kind of confirms for them that the phenomenon isn't just outside of the ship anymore. It's actually in the ship, for sure. Um, And Janeway, at first, like, she's coherent. She can talk. She's, you know, just a little bit frazzled. But then she suddenly, like, feels some kind of a pain, it seems like, from somewhere. And it sort of, like, doubles over and kind of collapses right in front of him in the Jeffries tomb. Yeah. So... Don't touch the field, (laughs) apparently.
0: (laughs) Yes. So then we go back to Che Sandrini, and uh, the doctor refuses to play pool, and he refuses to, like... Che
1: Sandrini it's like an Italian um, (laughs) rebel fighter, (laughs) Italian freedom fighter. (laughs) Che (laughs)
0: Sandrini... You know what's hard is we have a place called Sandrini's here, and so it's spelled just like... We
1: don't have any Shea, anything. No, we don't have Shea, uh, anything. No, no. no. We do have have Sandrini's.
0: (laughs) Shea Sandrini, the the famous
1: Italian rebel. (laughs)
0: Um... And so uh, the doctor refuses to play pool, and he refuses to um, get it with the with the owner lady. So the owner lady's all mad. She goes full on sexual
1: harassment with him. If you're you're not gonna make out with me, then you can mop my floors.
0: You're gonna mop your floors. And
1: he's he's, he's he pulls up his hands. He's (laughs) like these hands were not made for playing pool or mopping. These are. Delicate surgical (laughs) instruments.
0: And she's like, "Well, if you're not gonna do either, you, you, I will find myself a new bartender." He's like, "I wish you would, because I'm not a bartender."
1: (laughs) (laughs) He's just had it. Which is, I like that. Like, that's his. um, Everyone's kind of got a problem on this episode. And And His his is putting up with her. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um. So then Kes comes back and she tells him that she tried to reinitialize the hol- hollow emitters, but it didn't work. She's worried about Neelix, and then Kim enters with Janeway, and Janeway's collapsed, and so he's like carrying her. Right.
1: Right. Yeah. And out in the corridor, uh, Tuvok and Chakotay are walking around gathering data in their tricorders, and Tuvok suggests that they try. You know, a very, like, logic-based thing. It was like, well, let's just go down. Like, we'll turn right right here. And we should keep being able to go in that direction. And then we should see what we find if we keep going, like, turning right, basically. Right?
0: Yes. Yes.
1: So, Chicote says, well, there's a flaw in that, which is that this distortion field may not offer any logical patterns, you can't apply logic to something where there is no logical pattern, and instead he says like, "Let's split up," which I think is dangerous. Yeah, but like,
0: don't split up. I mean,
1: I see what he's saying, but also like, well, we split up, and then you don't have any way of sharing any information at all. But he wants to split up because they're just trying to get to the bridge, and so at least one of them would get to the bridge. Yeah, but but my thing is like, well, but then if you get to the bridge, you already know that you have no way of contacting anybody, anybody else. else. So. Yeah. It's almost like you're better off with everybody going together in the corridor, walking, or and then maybe everyone gets is. to the bridge, or half the people get to the bridge, half the people get to engineering. But I mean, it's just it just shows like what a helpless situation that they really, really are, are kind of in, which is what it comes down to at the end, which is really cool. But but they go with Chakotay's uh, suggestion. Plus, that sets up the Chakotay Tuvok. Tension that comes up later on.
0: Yes. Um,
1: so they split up and then they take a few steps and they end up meeting in the hallway anyway. Yeah, because just proving Jacote's point that there is no logic to this. And one of them points out that it's it's like a maze that just keeps changing though. Yeah. So you can't win no. in that situation. <laughs>
0: So then we go back to engineering, and Torres and Paris have prepared the site-to-site transport. So they're trying to, again, trying to transport directly into the bridge. Right. So they have it all set up, and they're ready to go. <laughs>
1: and they do transport. Yes. Into Shea Sandrine. Yes. And right onto the pool table as yes. the the pool hustler guy that's also always in Paris's program. Yes. He's just getting ready to take his shot, and then Paris and Torres appear, and he the pool players... Says, you know, hey, Tommy, can you move your foot? You're in the way of my shot or whatever. So they climb off the pool table. Chicote and Tuvok are there. I guess that's where yeah. they decided to, to kind of. That's where they probably ended up. Right, yeah, and try to figure things out. Uh-huh. Basically, everyone's there now except for Neelix. Yeah. Uh, Kim's there, with, and Janeway's on the couch. There's yeah. a couch in the back of the room, and she's just laid out, not even conscious. Conscious. Yeah. yeah. And of course, the doctor and Kess are there. Torres starts to vent her frustration because nothing is working. Yes. They cannot get out of this. Like, I think that Maze comparison is a good yeah, one. They're like trapped. Kim says, Well, let's take that tricorder data. Let's make a map. Let's see what we've got.
0: Yeah. And it's like Power Team A is back. We haven't seen Power Team A since season one. Which one was Power Team B? Uh, Kess and the
1: Doctor. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. I put it out of my mind. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, and Torres likes that idea. Yeah. Which, yeah. Is like, she likes anything that is feels like progress to yeah, her something, in this episode. Let's happening. keep going. Let's yeah. keep doing something. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's her style. So then they go outside the holodeck because that's where they can um, put all the data, the tricorder data, and that reads it from the computer. And so uh, the crew analyzes the data and see that the nearly the whole ship is completely affected by this distortion film.
1: Even on the on the picture, the yeah, ship looks like, like it's getting twisted. twisted. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And um, the only deck that is not affected is Deck Six, which is why they keep coming back to Deck Six. Because, like, if you do like Tuvok was right, if you try to go right, go right, go right, you end up somewhere. You, but they—that's uh, why they keep ending up back in Deck Six because it's the only thing that's not that's, um, distorted yeah. yet. But then Tuvok says it will be enveloped in sixty-eight minutes, mm-hmm. and so they back. They
1: go back inside the holodeck. Uh-huh. And they're just trying to figure out, well, what is, is this, a,
0: a weapon? Are we being attacked right now? And it's so funny because then uh, Kim is like, who would want to attack us? And I'm like, literally everybody. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you get attacked every week. <laughs>
1: yeah. The Kazon hate you. The, um, what are the those Vidians hate you. Hate you. Yeah, vidians? Yeah, vid-
0: no, the Vidians. Oh, no. The Vidians, yeah. And then um the... I've already forgotten. <laughs> yeah, the Vidians. And then uh the Pleasure Group hates oh, them. Oh, yeah, they
1: would hate them. Seska's um, yeah. out there yeah. with the Kazon, but yeah. she would hate them no matter what. Yeah. Uh, yeah, everyone would want to attack them.
0: But then they're like, ah, oh, it seems more like a natural occurring phenomenon.
1: Right, that's Tuvok's thing, which he keeps yeah. coming back to that. It could just be a thing that's out here. Like, um quicksand. Yeah. Quicksand doesn't hate you. Yeah. Quicksand doesn't
0: It's not trying to get anything but from But it's you. just
1: you, if you get in it, you're kind of screwed. Yeah. And that could happen. And that could happen out in space. I, I like that idea. Yes. It's not anything malignant. It's just um, or malicious, I should say. Yeah. It's, it's just the way it is. Yeah. And Torres kind of, she doesn't exactly say I don't care what the cause is because yeah. she's smart enough to know that like if you can find the cause, you can find the problem. But basically she's she, she knows they're running out of time when we can't sit here and, and pontificate about yes. what's causing this. Like, we need to get out or we need to stop it or... or uh, reverse it. Reverse it or something. Yeah. And Chicote yeah. agrees. We either get out of it or we reverse it. Yeah. And... So, now Torres comes up with an idea, because she's got a million ideas. She's- so, because
0: like, if they're imploding, then they need to explode. Right. Explosion. Yeah. Basically, yeah.
1: yeah. If everything is closing in on them, they need to push it back out. Yeah. And she knows that they could do that if they raise the pressure of the warp core, and that's going to create, like, a shock pulse. Yes. Yeah. Which would also create, like, a subatomic particle shower, which I guess is important for this plan. Yeah. But then Tuvok, because he's always there to, to rain on all parades, Yes. says, well, I could also blow up Voyager, by the way. Yes. And Torres, she's got a plan for that, though, too. And She yes. says, well, I'll just um, tune the pulse to the frequency of the distortion ring. Yeah, and again, and, like
0: Harry Kim is also in it. We don't, we didn't like write a lot of his dialogue in, but so it's like Power Team A is kind of bouncing off each other, telling Jacob But then Tuvok's like, no. So it's I, I, it's like a good Power yeah, Team A moment, yeah, yeah.
1: But it, it's consistent too, because even all the way back to the beginning, Tuvok's stance it, the, yeah. when they first encountered it was, well, let's just let it pass through and see what happens. Yeah. And and the Power Team is like, no, we we can fix it. We can manipulate it. Yeah, yeah. and. So even now, so Tuvok points out that you know setting the the frequency to the uh, distortion field would be super difficult, and Torres says, "Hey, like I'll go down fighting. Like, yeah. Basically, like I'm not here for for you to poo poo all my ideas. Like I'm going to go down fighting."
0: <laughs> so then, um, so then Chakotay goes with Belan Torres' idea, mm-hmm. and then Tuvok tries to stop him. Like he tries to go, like I want you to remind. I want to remind you. That um, like this Captain Janeway would do this, and then Jacote has to like.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's too relaxed. I have I've worked with Captain Janeway for a long time, so I know what she would do. And yeah, and Chakotay says Janeway's not here to make decisions right now. She's laying down on the couch right now. <laughs> It's my call. Yeah, and, and I'm going to do it. It's a very like- tense situation. Yeah, very yeah, cool.
0: Yeah, it was a cool moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we go to engineering, and uh, the power team's there, and they turn the warp core pressure up. It can only go to 49. they got to run out the room, and it's really fun because they do that. They're like, oh, no, we have to run out of the room. So then they go running out yeah, of the room. And there's like a it's big
1: cool. flash in yeah. engineering. And, yeah, and then in Shay Sandrine... Everything's shaking, so whatever the warp core is doing, it's it's causing uh, some damage in there. Things are falling off the walls and stuff. Yeah. And Chicote tells everyone, "Take cover."
0: Yes, they and earthquake. So then they're out the outside, the, out of the quarter of engineering of where they had run. Uh, Harry Kim and uh, Balan Torres, and they're like, "Okay, well, let's go. If we haven't destroyed the ship. Everything's fine, and they're with well within their radiation limits." And then they go, well, let's go back and see what happens. So they go back, but they've actually made it worse because they can't even get into engineering. The distortion is like eating it up. It's right there, yeah. Like,
1: Craps. So, I like it. So then they come back into Shay chase yes. and they're like, everything's worse. <laughs> yes. It's all so terrible now. Yes. Uh, before they show up, though, uh, Janeway, we see kind of everything from Janeway's point of view. She yeah. kind of wakes up enough to, to speak gibberish. Yes. And then we see from her point of view, the doctor is talking... But to her his words are like garbled and, and and she's just like tripping balls basically. Yes. It's like every movie you see where someone's done LSD or something and everything's just weird around them and she's like looks around like, oh god, I hate this. <laughs> um so yeah, so that's when Torres and Kim come in and, and tell him like, Oh no, engineering's cut off now too and Paris says, "So you, we made everything worse,
0: <laughs>
1: and so now um, Torres wants to try a plan that Tuvok had come up with earlier. So when
0: Jacote had to choose between Bolan Torres' yeah, plan and and uh, Tuvok's,
1: Tuvok's plan. plan, Tuvok's plan was to try to get the
0: Navigation. the
1: navigational system working enough that they could use their thrusters to try to push themselves out to of the ring. Work. Yes, which." Um, you know, also not, like, a, a Solid. huge likelihood of, of success, but at least it was something. And so, so yeah, Tori says, we want to try that one now. And Tuvok, I felt like he had sort of this um, kind of, like, satisfaction in pointing <laughs> out that it's too late for that. <laughs> you could have done my my plan but now you can't. We don't <laughs> have enough time because he points out that the field is coming through into the, into Chey Sandrine,
0: which means that yeah.
1: So now that it, time it's, is up, it's times up, there's nowhere for them to even go. They try to set up a force field to keep the the distortion field out, but it just comes right through the force field. Yeah, so it's just unstoppable. It's just yeah, this unstoppable force, force yeah. that's collapsing in on them. Um, Torres though she doesn't want to quit. Like so she she tries to stabilize the force field. And Chakotay says, where are you going to pull the power from? We don't, we're running out of power. We're running out of everything. He's kind of done. Yeah. Like, so the fight's over. Done.
0: We can't do anything mm-hmm. else.
1: Yeah. And Torres says, well, what are you saying? We're out of options. And Tuvok comes in. He says, no, we have an option. We let it pass through. Got yeah. all the way back to what he said at the very beginning. Just let it pass through us. Um. He says, the only time we really had any, what we thought was like a successful proactive measure against it, we had just made it worse. Yeah. And so maybe if we do nothing, that's the correct course of action.
0: And if we do something else, we could kill ourselves by accident, trying to escape. <laughs> right. So. Blow up the warp core or whatever, yeah. Because
1: they don't have any evidence that it's even going to kill them. They just, they don't want, it's like a very human... You don't want this thing to happen to Right. You. Yeah, it's a human reaction to something like, I don't want this thing to encroach upon me. This thing can't pass through me. What the heck? I can't let that happen, you know, and then our, our, like, fear instincts kick in, like, because if it happens, it's going to kill me. Well, like, something bad's going to happen. Something bad is going to happen because it's, it's in my space, yeah, yeah. and Torres points out Janeway, because Janeway suddenly pops up and again starts speaking in tongues, <laughs> and Torres points out, well, what about her? She's dying. And Tuvok says, "We don't know that she's dying. We know she's delirious, but we don't know that she won't recover. Like, so we don't know anything. We can't jump to conclusions about what's going to happen." And Chakotay kind of steps in and tells Torres that, you know, we, yeah, we can't probably fight this thing anymore. It's done. It's done. <laughs> And Torres looks around and you even pointed out she looked to So
0: so she was looking at Chicote. She's, she's looking around at everybody Chakotay. like, Can
1: you believe this? But then
0: she really looks at Paris and Paris like looks back at her as like a moment and then he just feels bad and he looks down at the ground because he doesn't have an answer for her either. I think
1: <laughs> I think she looked to him because he's another fighter. Yeah, they're all fighters. They're all survivors. They're all very, very yeah, brilliant people. But she, she lost Chakotay. Yeah, because he's the one telling her that it's over. She knows Tuvok's stance. Kim's not really like that. No, but Paris, you're not going to go down without a fight, aren't you, Paris? Yeah, and he's just like,
0: well, I guess There's I will. Nothing we
1: can do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and um, so she gives in. She says, "Fine, Chakotay, have it your way." Yeah. And then we, so I mean, that's where the episode to me gets really good. Yeah, is it becomes like look at the way the episode started. It was uh, like I like the way they framed it. It was celebration of life. Yes. It was Kess's birthday. It's it's a beginning. It's 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 her beginning of her life, kind of. And then we come to this, and it's like the kind acceptance of, a goodbye, of yeah. it's like going down the ship. Going down the end. Right, yeah. And that's sort of the arc that it took through this episode, which is what to me makes it a really good episode. And now they've accepted that this could be it for them. They don't know what's going to happen. It's the unknown. And we get a bunch of heart-to-hearts. First, Tuvok and Chakotay, they they have a discussion, right? Yeah. What do they talk about?
0: Yeah, Chakotay tells um, Tuvok that he's irritating and arrogant
1: yeah. yeah he's like i may not have a chance to tell you this again so i wanted to let you know that i find you arrogant and it or er, yeah arrogant and irritating
0: he's like but you're a damn fine officer Finally. and you're like i guess thank you for your backhanded compliment
1: well you pointed out the i, I recently got a a really like it's a really sweet note anytime the students that I teach, which, you know, they're about 14 years old, usually, anytime they write me an any kind of little note, which doesn't happen very often, it's very sweet that they even think to do it, because yeah. you're teenagers, and they're... You're one of, like, seven or yeah, eight. Yeah, and they're just naturally more self-centered, but I'm also such a, like, terrible teacher, probably, <laughs> no. that, like, the kids do not like me or my <laughs> class, but that's how the note always starts out, like, the one I got the other day, you know, um... I just wanted to let you know that, like, even though everybody hates your class, like, oh, you want to let me know that? Okay. I don't think they should. (laughs) Yeah, you're harsh and it might sound rude sometimes, but you want us to be our best. (laughs) I guarantee other teachers are getting notes that are just... Hey, Mr. So-and-so, Mrs. So-and-so, you're awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs> and that might have always like that. The I one I got my very first year. Uh, you may be the most boring teacher I've ever had in my life, <laughs> but you really taught us a lot of good lessons. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> that was what Chicote did to do. Yeah, right. yeah. I need to let you know did that you? you're arrogant and irritating. But you're a good officer. You're a good officer. (laughs) Didn't you
0: just say I'm a good officer? (laughs) Yeah, that's all you did. to tell me. (laughs) And then um, Tuvok, then Chakotay asked, like, was it really hard that he got put as first officer instead of Tuvok? And um, Tuvok was like, I I always agree or I always am fine with whatever Janeway, Captain Janeway decides, you know. He's like, but that one was a harder one than... It most to, yeah. to take, and he's like, if I am if I caused you any ha- if it was made it any more of a trouble than I should have, I'm sorry about yeah. that. Yeah, it was like a good like understanding between the two of them. And that
1: makes me wonder if that's not going to come up again now later. Like you know, if I a do- lot of these <laughs> yeah. sort of tensions are going to go away and maybe make room for new tensions between different characters and things. Yeah, I don't know, but but it's also just human nature. It's like yeah. we understand our flaws, but we have a hard time. Um, overcoming them, yeah. so Tuvok may have said that today and next episode. Like,
0: well, I think dang, they are like, It's hard because I think they are diametrically opposed. Because mm-hmm. like um, Chakotay really believes in going with your gut mm-hmm. and like wisdom and like um, you know like spiritual stuff. And like then folksy wisdom folksy, versus um, logic. logic. Yeah, and so Tuvok's always going to make the logical choice, and he's also much more in. Ingrained in Starfleet, and um, you know, and and more so than Chakotay, who's more rough and like a kind of off the cuff kind of. So they're always going to, I think, have like just just conflict, conflict, yeah,
1: yeah, just 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 inherent in their natures, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, We also get Paris and Kim. They have a little heart to heart moment where Kim asks Paris if he's afraid of dying, yeah, and. Paris says, you know, oh, I've always kind of lived on the edge. I'm I'm a rebel, yada yada. I chose But this I life. am yeah, I chose this life. I knew the risks. But yeah, I'm afraid of dying. And, and so like this is
0: where like they get like so they start pairing them off as the closest mm-hmm. relationships. Right. So like Paris and Kim have the closest relationships, so they, they, they're right there next to each or
1: other. Or at least relationships that yeah, either close or well, yeah, at this point, the Jakote and Tuvok was a good way of analyzing those two, two characters, characters which I yeah. appreciate about this episode.
0: But then from now on, you, it's you see the, the closeness. Yeah, the ones that have the true bonds. The true bonds. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
1: And, and now, I know Kim's not afraid to die because he's already done it a couple... <laughs> he beamed himself <laughs> off of a ship knowing... That he could die Or, or having so much faith that Voyager would catch him, basically, yeah. or that he'd end up where he was trying to get to but because he if he'd been twice. wrong he just beamed out into space and he dies yeah. and then the other one he died in the Coffee, ritual yeah. right and then got beamed onto a uh, asteroid yeah but had so much faith that Voyager would catch him so I, I guess he could still be afraid of death yeah but he's he doesn't show it like <laughs> he's he, his, his fear of death i guess is Second only to his
0: fear of not being on Voyager, yeah,
1: or his faith that Voyager will always rescue him, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: And then I think this is why they got rid of Neelix because they'd rather have Doctor Doctor and Kes.
1: <laughs> yeah, Neelix gets no heart to heart moment. No. Neelix, we don't. Neelix is off in a in a hallway somewhere gibbering to himself like Janeway.
0: <laughs> yeah. But like the doctor and Kes and like of course like the doctor has to make Kes feel good about her terrible boyfriend. But then like they do they just hug and it's like a good like I was like man what if Sam's ship over here hugging? you? Uh, like, yeah.
1: It was. It was know, almost yeah. like the doctor just paid lip service to her relationship with Neelix <laughs> but it was really like you and me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And then is um, sitting there. Of course, he's trying to like um, hook into his. Um, was it? His he wants to animal. access his his spirit guide. His spirit guide, yeah, yeah his animal spirit to, guide
1: to help him with this situation because it's
0: an unknown thing. We we'll see if he can get any guidance. And then Bela Torres, who is his little mentor mentee, she yeah. goes and sits next to him and um, does the same thing,
1: right? Which is very cool. Like that's that's her. Final acceptance. Um, The hot headedness is gone. The fight is out of her. But let me give myself up to something bigger than myself. Yeah, which is what Chakotay always does. He always is reliant on that spirit guide or whatever you want to call it. Your spirituality.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. and then like uh, Chakotay and uh, Torres, they like touch hands. Yeah, Yeah. and then
1: the coolest. Well, I don't know if it's the coolest moment, but we even get kind of a Janeway Tuvok pairing because Janeway's. Unconscious on the couch still, and Tuvok's standing next to the couch. And as the field is coming, so all this time the field is closing in and, and they um, people are getting
0: distorted. Yeah, yeah.
1: And, um, and Tuvok kind of puts his hand toward, he doesn't touch her, but it's like for Tuvok, it's a lot, you know, it's a lot of, um, uh, like show of emotion and vulnerability, you know, and he wants to be close to his mentor. his mentor. Yeah, yeah, and I like that moment too. Even even Tuvok needed someone in the end, yeah. and so this is it. They're all facing their their imminent demise, possibly, yeah. and then yeah, like you say, that and then the wave comes in and and it looks, you know, eh, as far as effects go, it's whatever. It's just yeah. the it's like a still image, basically, just being uh, warped. You know, and the bodies are kind of stretching and and compressing. Yeah. And it passes through and then they do a cool thing. So it fades away and it comes back and we see that we're still in Shea Sandrine and it pans over from, I don't know, some, some ornament on the wall. And then over we start seeing characters. But the only characters we see at first, I don't know if this was even intentional. It was just like such a small detail. The only characters we see at first are the holographic characters. And it's like, well, they'd probably be okay. So it's the owner, the pool player, someone else that was a holographic character. But then we see the Voyager crew, and they're all fine. Um, and at some point, Janeway wakes up and and tells them, I guess because she had touched the wave, she had some insight. And she says... Uh, it was like a message. It was an attempt at communication, you know. So, like Tuvok was right the whole time. Like just let it happen. Let us be, um, probed or whatever. And they and so that's what happened. So then they all finally get back to the bridge.
0: Yeah. So they're finally at the bridge, and um, there aren't any reports or damages done to their or injuries. So there's no damage to the ship. And there are no injuries to the people. Um, and that's when you find out that this was, like, um, I guess not benign, but, like, uh, yeah, like, it was just, like, them trying to say hello. Mm-hmm. Um, in their way. So in their way. And so, they because they discover that all of this information has been uploaded into their computer. So... Whatever this alien race was or this distortion was, came in, uploaded a ton of information, which is really nice to have for them and like new in the Delta Quadrant. So maybe that gives them a lot more information and insight into what's going to be happening. But then what it did was it also uh, copied all and downloaded all of their information. So kind of like a passing of information between the two of them. Right. Right. So they didn't just take their information. They also gave them information. Yeah, it
1: was just a uh, communication. Uh, yeah. yeah. It was. And then...
0: <sighs> yes, exactly. And then Neelix arrives with the cake. And then Tess is like you know, of course, uses, like, Paris's gift to, like, have a locket of Neelix because she wants to be able to see him whenever he's away so she knows exactly where he's at. And they- that's
1: where you could see Paris doing, giving that gift as a genuine show of friendship because who else is she going to put it? you give someone a locket, who else are they going to put, put in the their locket? locket? Yeah. Yeah. They, they better put their boyfriend in the locket.
0: Exactly. Um, and then they kiss, but then it goes back to, like, I just don't think that like the actress wants to kiss that or like they don't want to kiss because the kiss is so like bad and like barely there.
1: Could be that. Could be the makeup on Neelix is hard to like kiss kiss through. I don't know. Could be just be that they have no chemistry, which I think is a fact anyway, and so that might be the source of their terrible kissing too. Yeah, that's true. And that's it. That's the episode. That's the episode. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What did you think about this episode, my Sam? I really liked it.
1: And now it's it's interesting. So I, I don't always um, read Memory Alpha before we <laughs> do these things. I try to avoid it as much as possible, honestly. But sometimes, you know, you get curious about things. I'm afraid of reading it because of, like, spoilers. Because there's a whole section on there that you have to <laughs> skip. Because it tells you about things that happen later. Yeah. Um, but but, I look up Memory Alpha because that's where we get some of the information about like the who wrote the story, who directed the story, and then you have to kind of dig in a little bit to get to the um, the number of viewers on the initial um, watch. Yeah. And as I was skimming it, t- I have to read more about it. But it sounds like people really don't
0: like this episode. That's crazy. Yeah, I love this episode. Yeah, the
1: the the, doc- the actor who plays the doctor said it was his least favorite episode. Wow, I really liked it too. I thought for sure it was like one of the favorite. Yeah, yeah. So far,
0: it's like a shining moment in season two. Season two, it's the best episode in season two so far.
1: Definitely. For yeah. me so I don't see it but maybe I'll read more and maybe people have come around on it I don't know um, I read something else too that said people thought that based on initial reports back in you know in the 90s before it aired people thought it just never would be aired it never could be wow. aired it was it was unairable. <laughs>
0: What? This is so good. Do you think this is better than Chakotay Space Ghost or like. the cloud? Yeah, exactly. What?
1: Yeah, or the cloud. Like
0: <laughs> this is. I mean, this is worse than like. Spit. It's, ugh, it's. It's so yeah, bizarre.
1: yeah. So that's weird. But I, I mean, I have to read more about it too. I don't know all that. Just to, just to hear any any criticism that strong about the episode yeah, blew my so mind. That didn't even one person would think that no. because I really like it and and I for all the reasons I I've kind of pointed out you know, as we recapped it, I like the structure starts with birth ends with death or the facing of death, the yeah. acceptance of death. Um, and that's, you know, very, it's like very poignant. Like yeah. you can imagine a person, maybe like you can equate it to dealing with an illness and you fought an illness for so long. And then some people yeah. just decide like, I'm done, you know, yeah. I'm done fighting. I'm not going to fight to my very last breath. I'm going to, Take. I'm gonna step back and appreciate my last breaths, and that's what the Voyager yeah. crew did. They didn't. They could have sat there. At 68. You know, dude. The, did the countdown thing? It's coming. The field, full envelopment in 15 seconds. Torres is punching buttons frantically. The screen is smoking as she's trying to stabilize the force field. Yeah. And she's seeing everyone around her get swallowed up. But she's gonna fight it. And then she, boom, the blast comes out and the the distortion goes away and she saved everybody right yeah but that's you know that's not how things work a lot of times like you do yeah. one you know instead we got they got those final few minutes to sit there talk to each other hash some things out tell yeah. tell everyone they love them and yeah. those types of things and be that with their very friends cool. yeah. yeah yeah and so to, so if you look at it from like the the <laughs> you know bigger picture like that i thought it was very cool and outside the box yeah um thinking for the show and a way to end the show and it was it was never something that could stop that could be stopped and that just happens sometimes yeah you look back and there's no choice that they could have made that would have prevented this and would have allowed them to get out of it yeah and then you factor in too the idea that like they didn't need to get out of it. Like no. do we always have to treat everything like a threat? Yeah. Even these people who are like very enlightened explorers of deep space could not still help it, do it. Yeah, yeah, still regard everything that's different as a, a possible threat. threat. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's good, that's how people survive. Right. But it's also sometimes limiting bad. Yeah. Right. And it ruined it ruined their their whole day. <laughs> you yeah. know, and they could have destroyed the ship trying to fight this thing that, like you said, was, like, um, benign or, you know, harmless. Yeah. So I really like that aspect of it. And, you know, it, 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 it's always good Trek when it makes you think. Mm-hmm. And that definitely made us think, and or made me think. And it made me think about that, that aspect of even the characters on Star Trek aren't perfect. Yeah. Yeah, because even they they treat things, you know, maybe in a way that they shouldn't and they're fearful of things that they don't always have to be fearful of. So yeah. I'm going to give it a B B+. Ooh, B+. Yeah. yeah, nice. yeah.
0: Um, I also really, really liked this episode, especially for season two. And what I was thinking about, though, was that um, this is the first time we've had, like, a truly... Whole wide whole hmm. wide ship got together because like the thirty sevens was mostly about Amelia Earhart and that was about their the, her and Fred Noonan. Initiations was all about Chakotay by himself. right Projections was about the Doctor by himself. Elogium was mostly about Kes and uh, Neelix. Yeah. Non sequitur was all Harry Kim. That's true. So this is literally the first time we're six. We're six episodes in as the first time in season two that we've got an actual ship wide um, like actual um, what is it um, like a threat that. Or like an ensemble, yeah, a, a, yeah. a true ensemble uh, episode, which I don't think is necessarily
1: like none of that's a fl- like. It's yeah, not a yeah I was I was it's relieved flaw, to see yeah. it too. In fact, before I we even watched this episode, yeah. I, I I remember having that thought of, "I hope we get like a whole." Crew Crew episode, episode, yeah, but but also it it makes these episodes stronger when you get the um, Harry Kim, yeah, yeah, the characterization and you get to you get more into their background, but yeah, yeah, you're totally right, yeah, yay, we finally got everyone, we got everyone, and the the way that they paired off off and really teamed up on this one was really cool, yeah, because they all had to use their skill sets. And yeah. their different assets that they all individually bring to the table. Well, and
0: also usually you see like Jane and Chakotay together, but to this time you saw Harry Kim and Jane Way together. Yeah. Um. I rarely we see Belon Torres and Paris so much so that now I'm shipping them a little bit. Um. Together, all you needed was like a solid episode with them together, like, yeah. <laughs> like you know, uh, talking to each other, you know, more yeah. solidly. But like, yeah, and then you had like Chakotay and like Neelix. and then Chakotay and Tuvok, and we haven't really seen a lot of it. I don't remember seeing a lot of the Chicote Tuvok enmity until like since time and again, which is the third oh, episode yeah. of the first season, right? Um, so like that was cool because they brought that back to the forefront, and that was always simmering, you know, right? And so I thought that was really neat.
1: Yeah, yeah, the yeah the, the choices they made in the pairings,
0: in the pairings, yeah. and so that was like really fun and made it feel very fresh. This is the first time that we we got them all together like that, and then to see such different. Uh, pairings mm-hmm. was really really cool yeah um, I really like that Um, I loved like um, yeah I loved all of it other than like you know the Neelix cast stuff that I, I will never like because I don't like that relationship other than that like I loved it I even loved and it, it when was, he was, was with Chakotay and it was funny
1: know? that Neelix didn't even get to be in the <laughs> final scene <laughs>
0: No, I don't know what's like, going on there? Because they were like, because they wanted, uh, uh, like, they were trying to go for this heartfelt moment, and so it's like, if like they didn't want Neelix in there, right? And who are you
1: saying though? You even like you like Chico- Chicote and Neelix even, yeah. even paired up together briefly, and yeah, have yeah, a little true. insight into their characters even. Yeah, it was
0: just really a fun episode. It was a fun episode. It was interesting. The plot wasn't complicated, but it was interesting enough, yeah. and it kept you on your toes. And it is everybody's nightmare. Like I can't believe that people didn't like this. Like yeah, it seems so crazy to me. But I really liked it. I loved all of it. I again, I liked the um, Paris and Blonde Torres stuff. I love Power Team A. They brought it back. Like yeah. there's just a lot of stuff that they brought back and like kept. They, they're keeping the the thread through that comes through. Right.
1: Yeah. And the and the, the characters are consistent. Everyone in this episode did what you would think they would do.
0: Yeah, is gonna fight to the end. Yeah, and like whoever
1: wrote the episode really understood the, the characters. characters.
0: Yeah. I guess I,
1: I uh, briefly I kind of wish Janeway hadn't sort of got written out, but maybe As that was necessary too. For all the other characters to be able to share their thoughts and stuff, you can't have the true captain there because the true captain would be the one Making, dictating everything that's going to happen. So yeah. in a way, I guess that's a good decision to take her out of the equation. Yeah. Because then it opens up more about Chacote, like No one was going to argue with Janeway. Whatever she wanted to do, Torres wasn't even going to argue with Janeway that much. But once she's out of the equation, then Torres can give her side of things. Tuvok and Torres can go at it. Janeway wouldn't have entertained that for five seconds. No. Those two going at it like that. No, so, she wouldn't have. Yeah.
0: Not only that, but like, yeah, and then you do you did get Chakotay's leadership um, where like, of course, he's going to always go with what Blanc Torres because he trusts Blanc Torres, you know? Yeah. And like, I mean, all of it, like just the way that, and then like, he's going to stand up for himself and be like, no, I'm the leader. Like you deal with it, mm-hmm. Tuvok. You know what I mean? Just yeah. the way that all went down. It was all, it was very good. It was yeah. a fun, good episode, you know. And again, it's, um, it, yeah, it reminds me of like, kind of like the acceptance, you know, having to like go down with the ship and uh, then finding out that the threat wasn't really a threat Um, was really cool. Um, a kind of a subversion of what typically happens. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I really like that. So yeah, I love this. I'm actually going to give it a 93% wow so, that's a. how much I love it yeah full A but like I can't believe no other I feel like I'm, a, I'm taking crazy pills same here
1: as soon as we're done I'm going to go back through and, 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 and pour over that memory alpha entry a little closer to see what happened because yeah that blew my mind yeah, yeah so crazy felt like we were in the twisted yes. world
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right all right, well, tell us what you think. You can um, tell us on Twitter using the hashtag Displaced in Space. Our Twitter handle is at DisplacedCast. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at displacedinspacepodcast. in Space Podcast. Um, and you can um, email us at DisplacedinSpace at gmail.com. All of this can be found on our website, DisplacedinSpace.com.
1: And if you'd like to make the podcast... Better and stronger, or just supply us with uh, (laughs) medical resources at this point. (laughs) Um, Links are available to Venmo and PayPal on the website. Uh, Finally, if you're enjoying this podcast, be sure to subscribe, leave a review wherever you're listening, and call a doctor. Tell a friend. (laughs) Until next time. Podcast
0: Podcast
1: out. out.